0: Okay, if you are looking to boost up your social media game, we have the show for you today. We are with an agent who is only 14 months in, and he's already closed over two and a half million through social media marketing alone, and we are going to tell you exactly how he did it right now. Welcome to the Freedom Chaser Six Figure Strategies Podcast. If you're an agent or an investor yet to hit six figures, this is the show for you. We take a deep dive into strategies to help you achieve the goal of six figures so that you can grow up to seven figures eventually If you want to get rid of the many curves in the road that can make the journey longer and more costly then go to coaching.freedomchaserspodcast.com and book a call with us and let's get you on a straight line path to freedom i'm sitting here with dan wandling known as iowa dan he is the lead of the iowa dan team in central iowa dan we are super stoked to have you here today um, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your social media strategies. Could we just start it off with a top-down view of what your social media strategy is? And then we'll dive deeper into it.
1: Sure. Uh, thanks for having me today, Tim. I'm pumped to be here. Uh, so, you know, when I decided to make the shift into uh, the real estate world from the poker world, it's kind of like, okay, how do I let everyone know that I'm, I'm doing this? You know, and so it's difficult starting out because you want to do every shiny thing that every top agent is doing. And I'm like, okay, I want to do all this. Well, there just aren't enough hours in the day. And so really what you got to think of is who do I want to appeal to? You know, and so I thought it was most important to just appeal to my my sphere of influence, honestly. And just kind of getting out there, getting my reps saying, okay, write my first offer, closing my first homes, kind of some of the cheesy stuff. But people have to know, like, you're getting results. And then through that, I found that just kind of telling the story. You know, my first million dollar property I showed, the alarm went off. I had, you know, seven sheriffs show up, roll down the drive, pull guns on me right in front of my clients. You know, so it's like you, you talk about this stuff and people enjoy kind of hearing. You know, and, and so I just started to document a lot of that stuff and, and just show up show how I'm grinding. It was nothing special, but people really love reality TV and they want to see what you're doing. And it was kind of crazy the reach that it had. You know, like I, I hear so often anymore, it's like pouring gasoline on your SOI. You know, and, and so I had someone reach out to me that I hadn't talked to in 12 years. I drank some beers with them in college he says, hey, I see you hustling. you want to sell this acreage? I said, with 20 acres of, of land on it. I said, yeah, do, do, I, do I ever, you know? And so through that, it turned into a list, a buy, another list, a buy. And now between my friend group, they see kind of, you know, what I'm doing. And I'm quickly coming to the forefront of the recognizable agents in town. Now, there's a long way to go. You know, but but 14 months in and having closed 10 million last year, I think it was a good start. You know, that was my goal. And I I hit nine point nine seven two million. So, you know, I almost got there. But I think just being authentic is the most important thing. You know, don't be someone you're not. And just
0: just try and relate to people and relate to the people you want to sell to. Absolutely, man. Without question, authenticity is like the most important thing, in my opinion, with social media, because if you're trying to be somebody else, it's going to come across that way and you're just not going to look genuine. And, and genu- genuity um, is important when you're trying to market yourself, right? Um, so there's a ton of things I want to dive into here, but you mentioned telling a story. And I think that that's one of the most important things with social media marketing. So so how do you approach? telling a story like you had mentioned in the pre-call that you do a lot of videos. So like, what kind of videos are you making? And then what is your approach to create crafting them rather?
1: You, you try and have an initial hook. Cause if you don't have the hook in the first few seconds on any platform, people are just going to move on. So a lot of times I look at, okay, here's the problem, here's how I solved it. And so I say, okay, you know, here are three things you need to know with an FHA loan. Here are, you know, five things you need to know if you want to list your house. And you you put those things on there and just kind of get some people to say, just try and get them to stop. Um, and then hopefully they connect with you and convey your message, because I, I found that really once people know who you are and the way you act, when you sit down and meet with them, it's just so much easier because they understand what they're going to get with you. And, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe. You always hear that. And it's like I like dealing with, with people who are, are close close to me, or a few degrees removed, um, similar similar kind of mindset, worth work ethic, because it's like, okay, I'm here to get things done. I don't care how late I have to work. I don't care how early I have to get up. I was up at 5.45, writing contracts this morning, and I was working deals till almost 10 p.m. last night. And that's who I want to be with, because when you do that and you're around people similar to you, it, they get the stuff done too. And so it's just you know kind of the we're flowing together and you, and you get in that flow state. So really one of the things I've just released in a, in a newer social media thing that I'm getting really good feedback on it is just my transition from going into poker into real estate. What I'm learning each day, you know, and I'm planning on doing it over 1800 uh, days, 180 videos, a video every 10 days about how I'm accelerating my game. And I'm going to try and get to the top of the Iowa real estate game. So being the top new agent in Central Iowa, it's kind of in the first year. It's kind of like okay, I got you know one pillar knocked out, and now it's building a team. I got my first agent on board, you know. But but people really want to know, okay, how did you do this? What, what what's what's kind of going on? And so there's there's no one right way to do it, but just being genuine, like we were saying, and and just you know you don't want to sit down with someone and then then they realize that like. You you don't have attention to detail. You don't call them back. You don't do all these things like be who you're going to be, you know? And um, so I'm really trying to showcase a lot of the small businesses through through central Iowa. A lot of the restaurants I like to hit, a lot of things I like to do. And people like seeing that stuff. You know, I'm really passionate about this community. I grew up here. People think I was a flyover state. I say I say otherwise. I say it's a, a state with phenomenal people and come here i'll show you a time you would not believe and so you introduce you to some phenomenal people and and that's what this is this is this is a people game and the real estate game is a people game and it's it's being connector and and so with the social media it's showing people the the different amazing aspects of this career but it's it's not all pretty like a lot of people think you know tim
0: so i love what you just said about your social strategy you're going to do 180 videos in 10 months. Is that, did I follow that correctly? That's a lot. Oh, over 1800 days. So it's roughly five years. So one
1: every 10 days with, you know, a different 10 day segment, what I learned, and then kind of my my net, you know, positive of the commission because people love seeing the money at the end, you know. The inputs and outputs people don't always understand, but I think it'll be a fun way to kind of show the journey of a real estate agent. Um, so many people jump in this this gig for freedom and it's not, not quite the freedom gig. Um, but I think if done correctly, after a few years of hard work of being an agent, you can have a tremendous amount of freedom. And I think a lot of that comes through investing, which you and I were talking about before the show, which is an area I'm really trying to get into. I was working on putting up a deal today for 26 doors for a client, and getting a syndication together with him and and some other investors. And th- these are on, on, aren't aren't uh, deals that are on the MLS. These are ones we found, and and so it's exciting that um, you, you know, really getting into the nitty gritty of it and looking at the cash flows and everything else. Um, it, this deal is just a complete home run and that's fun you know my fiance and i we bought our first investment property last year you know you got to practice what you preach you know and and seeing the amount of money we can make off airbnb it um you know it's something that's really attractive but we, we um it's it's something that's you know every day is different in this business and so learning more about the different investment strategies is something that i'm very passionate about and um and I, and I know you are, too. I know your audience is, too. And, you know, the passive income is just such a huge thing. And so in, in being a realtor and starting out, you know, it, it's it's easy to to spend the money, you know, but I think what so many new realtors should focus on is, OK, if this is something you truly believe in, reinvesting in your career, reinvest in um and investment properties, get into flips, get into all those things. Cause you know, I've helped my mother with two flips this year on some smaller, you know, $150,000 homes. She didn't really make any money on them. She did it more for kind of the love of of the people that she was helping, but it's, it's tremendous in in, in doing that. You can really help, you know, change some people's lives. And and so, and and that's what we did with those. We helped a Ukrainian family who was uh, refugees um, got a flip, uh, thirty thousand dollars under ask in this you know recent market which is just one of the things that people don't really conceptualize right now is that you're able to do that you know it's it's not thirty thousand over ask every every time anymore so we get it was on the market for 185 we got it for 155 put some money into it and family from ukraine we just got them moved in there and and it's it's fun it's 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 tremendous um kind of the the, the different avenues that you can take in this business so so really just documenting all those different weird things that go with the real estate game. Um, it's something that I think you can really help educate and people enjoy watching.
0: We're diving into social media strategies here. So, like, what does your day-to-day look like? Do you have a certain post structure that you try to follow or a certain amount of lives that you want to do a week? Or, or just give me an idea what that looks like.
1: The, the key is consistency. Um, you know, a lot of people plot out different calendars for, you know, this educational post, this post, this post. Um, I, I try and keep it, you know, with my, with my new agent that just come on, I, I tell him, don't miss a day. And I think that's the most important thing. Just, just don't miss a day and keep it consistent because, you know, I, I had a big, uh, big bet with Tom Ferry about how I posted a real a day for 90 days and The amount of viewership that I really gained during that time and the reach I'm seeing, it's like my socials are reaching 30,000 plus people now. Yeah, I only have 1,300 followers on my Instagram, but I'm seeing how far it actually is reaching on some of these. You know, I've I've got some different videos with 130,000 views. And so you just don't know what's going to pop off. So I'm getting to have one area where I'm going to do a concept called dollars, drinks, and desserts where I I showcase a lot of different food beverage uh, across Iowa and then also meet with lenders and kind of inform people about uh, the the different parts of the home buying process. And then I also have my journey in poker and real estate and kind of the, the day to day. So I'm right now focusing on implementing those two kind of side by side, just so I have content just just going every day. Something a little different because you just don't want it to get stale. You know, I think that's the most important thing.
0: 90 reels in 90 days. That's an amazing challenge. Um, I think anybody out there listening, you should do that. I'm actually doing that now, except I'm trying to knock out 180 in 90 days. So let's see how well that works. Um, I'm curious, how do you structure those reels? Do you just kind of wing it or do you have some sort of plan in place? A lot of them, I'll take my
1: lesson from the day. And at the end of the day, I'll... I'll, I'll say something that i learned that most people don't know you know and and i think that's a great way to do it for your informational ones and then for the days where you're showing some cool houses or doing some other things okay let's capture all of this stuff and and then get it on uh for real for the next morning you know i like to get it um out from nine to to noon every morning because that's when they say the viewership is the best So I think that's an important thing to hit on is make sure you're getting your reels out at the appropriate times. Um, But once again, I think it all comes back to just consistency at the end of the day. Um, A lot of them, if they are good and they're getting interaction and things like that, you know, I spent uh, four months filming one reel. And it's a cool reel. I got some good feedback, but uh, it it didn't pop off like I thought it would. And then my niece spills Cheerios on me the other day and I pop, post that one up there and it gets 15,000 views in, you know, a few hours. So, you, you know, you just don't know what's going to pop off, you know, and, and, and that's the difficult part is, is you, you can't really get attached to it. You just have to go with it. Um, and, and that's just, like you said, two a day, three a day, but just make sure you're doing some um, and, and doing it on a consistent scale because so many people are afraid of the camera and you just shouldn't be. I mean, if you can't talk to a camera, what are you gonna do when you get in front of the people? Uh, You you gotta be able to perform and and have the confidence. And I think that's so key in this business too, is just having the confidence because you don't wanna be in front of the clients not knowing what you're gonna do. You know, Make decisions. and, And the decision you make in being online just shows that you are confident in getting your face in front of the camera.
0: So anybody listening? A lesson of the day, not a bad idea to just throw that out there, just do it every day. Um, Show houses, like if you're there waiting for a client, just walk around and just show the house, why not? There's really nothing that could go wrong. It's all imperfect action. The more imperfect action you take, especially with social media, as you said, you don't know what's gonna work and what's not until you try it. So just keep trying stuff until you start getting results and then you just repeat what worked, Um, really that simple. Thank you so much for diving into the social media strategy with us, Dan. Um, You're also a former professional high stakes poker player. Um, Can't have this show without getting into that. First off, what is the experience of being a professional poker player like? And and why did you leave that game? Because that sounds a lot funner. (laughs) Although it might be more stressful. I don't think it's more stressful, honestly.
1: Getting into it, it was just kind of one of those things where me and my friends would play poker in in high school. Then in college, online kind of came out. And then the first time I'm like, you know, a sophomore at the University of Iowa, I win $7,000 in a day. And I'm just kind of like, oh, okay, you could make some some good money doing this. And we played online. Then when I was 21, a good buddy of mine, we all left school. And uh, we just kind of went on the poker tour across the country and started just you know, lower stakes games, and then just started moving up to playing some of the biggest games in the house. And um, it, it was fun. You know, it afforded me a lot of opportunity in my 20s to travel around the world um, and just kind of do whatever I wanted to do with a very unstructured life, you know. and But um, it, it takes a great deal of discipline and a great amount of emotional control, which I think are paramount in, in this game now you know, in your negotiations, in um, staying cool with customers. I mean, you're getting screamed at, you're getting sworn at, things aren't going right, things you are beyond your control. But you got to keep the cool head. And, and I, so that's so important in poker, and I think it really translates well into in real estate. So... Um, yeah, playing, playing poker was good, and it was a lot of fun, but I, I knew I wouldn't do it forever. I come from a family of a lot of professionals, a, a lot of doctors, a lot of lawyers, a lot of business owners, and so when I went that career path, everybody was kind of like, whoa. Um, but you know, going into the casinos at 8 a.m. in the morning after I've just worked out and eaten healthy, and then I'm walking alongside someone who's going in there to pull slots all day, it's just kind of a weird thing. You know, if I never hear another slot machine go off again in my life, I'm okay with that. You know, I don't need the ding in my ear, you know, so it, it, it it's fun, but I I honestly, I don't miss it. I, I don't miss it because I feel like the first time I sold a house here and, I, and the guy was like almost in tears, I found him a, a home for 125,000 bucks. And really after my splits and everything, I could probably pay like half of my credit card bill for my first deal. I was just like, oh, this is this is stressful. You know, um, it was such a good feeling. And don't get me wrong, raking big pots is a good feeling. Winning some poker tournaments is a good feeling. But at the end of the day, my, my, my good buddy, uh, my road partner in, in Vegas, his dad, he's an attorney now, but his dad always told us we were worse than drug dealers because at least they provide a service. So I was kind of like, ah, ah. <laughs> you know, so we, we have a lot of fun doing it. And I will still occasionally go play some games. And, you know, I might go ahead. Go ahead. I might stop in uh, Scottsdale or in Vegas and go play for a couple days. But um, this this is. Changing lives, and when you really get to know a lot of people who are playing a lot of the biggest games in the world, there's no wealth like the biggest players in real estate. You know, and when you get into serious real estate investing, the amount of money I would win and lose in a day playing poker—it's just like negligible. You know, it's it's the people who are doing big things, and you know, Glenda Baker honestly made a reel about this today. Is you know, a lot of the generational wealth in this country is all passed on through real estate. You know, it's an easy way to do it. It's an easy way to, to shelter it through taxes. And so your family can just be taken care of for generations. And no one's gonna be taking care of anyone for generations with, with poker money. And, and it's just a fact of the matter. And so I wanted to provide something that was a lot more stable for my fiance, for my future, for and and to be around, you know, my family a little bit more which it's less right now, but, but, you know, um, to just be more present in, in uh, a community, you know, and, and I'm really f- diving into my community and doing it as much as I can because at the end of the day, I want to give back. This isn't all just about making money, you know, and I feel like a lot of time that's what poker's about. It's about just making money and being a cog and, you know, the vast majority of people poker lose as well. And that's one thing that people don't understand is ninety five percent of the people you're playing with lose every day, and so it's not exactly like a happy environment, you know. Where it's when you're helping people buy and sell homes. The, the home I got on contract today, my clients were thrilled, and I was thrilled. You know, like it's it's a good feeling. It's a win win win. So it's it's not like, you know, it's not a zero sum game, um, so much like like poker is. So that was
0: that was one of the many reasons for the change. And honestly, I'm I'm so thankful. Because I imagine being a professional poker player, that's a hell of a roller coaster that you're on every day. Cause you can't win every day. It's just, it doesn't work out that way. You, you get dealt the hands that you're dealt. Um, obviously it's a skilled game, you know, and your poker face and things of that nature are important. But ultimately if you have the worst hand, you're still gonna end up losing. <laughs> so there's luck involved too. So um, very cool, man. Thank you so much for sharing your poker story. Um, What does freedom look like to Dan Wandling? So
1: I I think freedom, um, after a few years of just busting your behind in in, in this game and getting things going, I I think really a lot of it has to do with passive income. Um, I think setting yourself up with multiple income streams, because the last thing I want is for one stream of income to be what I sell as a realtor, you know, Uh, And so I I think people with that goal, you're going to be on the hamster wheel till the day you die. So you got to figure out the right mix of making sure you're finding deals, closing deals, but also finding other avenues to take care of yourself later in life. So you can have the time to, to be with your family, to go on vacations, to have holidays, to go skiing, do all that stuff that you enjoy doing with your family. Um, and I, and I think this is an avenue to do it now, right now it's, it's all about just hammering and building, but you know, the way I see it is I had a lot of fun traveling and playing poker in my twenties. I, I can put in some hours right now. I, I, I'm probably backlogged a little, little ways. Not that poker wasn't a lot of work because it is, you know, but I, I think freedom is, having the financial freedom and the freedom of time to, to be with uh, who you want. So ultimately in this world, that's, you know, the, the, the most limited resources, the amount of time that we have.
0: Thank you so much. You're absolutely right. I mean, I think real estate is the best avenue for wealth. They say most millionaires are, are made in real estate. Um, the billionaires are made through business. So don't neglect business. Luckily, real estate is a business. So it's a, a learning curve if you're trying to get to the billionaire mark. Um, cool, man. Dan? If the audience wanted to reach out to you, man, what would be the best way for them to get in touch?
1: My Instagram, Iowa underscore underscore Dan, um, or Iowa Dan Real Estate on TikTok, or just Daniel Wandling on my Facebook. Um, pretty easy to Google me and find me. Um, but yeah, if anyone's looking to come up to Central Iowa, um, you know, invest, buy, sell, or
0: if you just want to come hang out for a dinner or a whiskey tasting, hit me up. I'd love to have you. There you have it, Mr. Dan Wandling. Thank you so much for giving us a glimpse into your life and into your business. And to those of you out there chasing freedom, please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Engagement is like gold to us. We can't do what we're doing without it. Reviews and subscriptions on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube are worth more than money. We're doing this to help you, so please do what you can to support the show so we can continue helping. And remember, freedom is acquired one action at a time. Pick no more than three of the strategies that we share on this show and take massive, imperfect action. Listening to this episode, maybe you should do 90 reels in 90 days. That's an amazing challenge. I guarantee you're going to come out better if you, if you do it. So tell somebody that you know that can hold you accountable. And before you know it, you too will be living a life of freedom. So thank you for tuning in, and we will catch you on the next one.